put do not disturb on, even though that doesn't really help <laughs> or make a difference. Oh, well, sophisticated phones are not as sophisticated as we'd like them to be. Uh, so before we start this episode, I want to give a reminder that 78 years ago today, Pearl Harbor was bombed. So I just want to give a moment of silence and uh, respect to all the men and women of the Navy and Army and Army Air Corps, I believe, or Air Force, who were there and uh, died that day. Yeah. Okay, so good afternoon, everybody, to uh, your favorite part of the weekend, or maybe my favorite part of the weekend. the podcast gaming sessions and everything under the sun starring me and gerald over there hello everybody hope you had a good day hope you had a good week it's your boy gerald aka sukinode nice to have you here again mm. speaking of week how was yours oh uh, mine was okay work wasn't too terrible um uh, it wasn't as cold uh, as it's apparently going to be next week. Next week apparently is going to be li- single digits and below. So mm. next week's going to be rough. Um, but today our highs hit like the 40s, close to the 50s, so it wasn't too bad. Right. Uh, yeah, I got some stuff done. Um, I got some gaming in. Uh, I actually, uh, uh, listeners, um, uh, friends, listeners, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I actually ended up, uh, talking to my mom a little bit, ended up telling her about the podcast and she's like, well, send me a link so I can listen to it. And I'm like, mom, you don't (laughs) like when I cuss. I cuss a (laughs) lot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and plus I'm talking about things I don't think you're interested in. Because we talk about games and stuff. My mom's not a gamer. She is not the... I don't come from, like, a gaming family. Like, my parents Mm -hmm. aren't gamers or nerds or geeks in any way, shape, or form. They are... I don't want to say square. Because my parents Mm -hmm. are cool. Um, Mm -hmm. My parents are pretty pretty cool people. Now, they're not perfect. And they they have views that I don't agree with. Um, and I've made and we've I've had arguments with them and had discussions with them about views they have that I don't agree with. Um, but uh, they're probably as straight laced as you can get without being fanatical. Hmm. Um, so my love for video games, they never understood um, and probably downright disliked. Um, hmm. like all of my hobbies, n- not things that they think adults should be interested in in any way, shape, or form. And I always, hmm. and what I would always say to that, I always be like, "Hey, as long as I'm handling my responsibilities, I go to work on time, I do a good job, I pay my bills, and I'm not depending on the government or anyone else for a handout, right. I can enjoy whatever I want to enjoy." Period. In the story. (laughs) Hmm? 
Uh, so first off, am I being detained, mom and dad? Come on now. <laughs> but uh, but we, we've come to an understanding that I like the things that I like, and that's just the way that's going to be. Because I'm not going to change, and they're not going to change. So right. it, it is what it is. Um, but my mom does want to listen to at least this podcast, so I'm going to be refraining from any form of cur- cursing. As much as I possibly can. And if I slip up every now and again, Mom, my bad. Uh, sorry. I'm going to do the best I can to, to watch my language from here on out if you continue to be a listener of this podcast. Um, I will do my best. That is all I can promise you. Um, right. And the only thing my mom is it's, – it's one of the few things my mom has ever really asked of me because my mom has only ever really asked of me to stay out of trouble and be happy in the things that I do. Those are really the only things she's ever asked of me and stop cussing. I don't like it, <laughs> which is normally why I don't cuss when she's in the room. <laughs> so I always wait until she leaves and then I get it all out. <laughs> um, but, uh, excuse me. But yeah. So. There will be a lack of that from me in this podcast. Hmm. I shall have to uh, guard my tongue, I guess. No, no. I I told her up front, um, I'm co-hosting. So what my other what my other uh, co-host does, um, I can't control. So if they decide that they want to cuss, that's completely on them. They're allowed to. That's their right. I paid my uh, taxes. Flip heck. Yeah. But <laughs> she was like, "Well, when you when you do it, send me the link so I can listen to it." And I was like, "All right." <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. Anything else for your week? Um. Uh. Mostly uh, the video games. Uh, uh. Dragon Ball Super Broly came out. Um. He's a lot of fun. Um. He seems, and this is a scrub viewpoint, right? Um, I'm still in mid to low tier in this game, um, and I and and I've hit like a plateau to where I need to get to the point where I'm optimizing my damage. Um, oh, let me queue us up for a hunt because uh, I need Elemental Tail Gems still if we can get them. Uh, might have to start typing in chat and telling the groups we get together with that to aim for the tails because uh, i need to i'd like to go ahead and get this done so we can move on to right. doing other things um uh and we'll do the chair rog because hopefully that is the easiest one to get it from um but uh from my viewpoint he's looking really good like uh and I was akinning him to Adult Gohan in that Adult Gohan has this ability to break combo bat, uh, combo pass because his level one super gives him a buff uh, that allows him to rearrange it. And for those of you who don't know what a combo path is, it's basically like ABC. That's a combo path. You can only go from A to B to C, and that's how that works. And adult Gohan has the ability to just break that rule. So he can go A, B, A, or C, B, A, or C, A, B, A, C, you know, C, A, C. Like, he just, he can rearrange how he does things. Broly seems to have a version of that where 
everything he does can go into some alternate random combo path. And I might be completely wrong about that, but that's how it looks. Like, there's not a single thing he doesn't do that I've seen so far that can ramp up into some into just ridiculous amounts of damage if he has the right assist or he catches you like or if he catches you at all like literally if he catches you at all um and the the pro players who really know what they're doing are all kind of getting to the point where they're like nah he's pretty solid like some of them are really excited about some of the things that he can do and how he can do them um and other people are like, it, 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 we're still only two days. This will be the third day of his release. We're still only that far into his release. There's no way of really saying until we've had about a month or two with him. And I also feel like that's one of the reasons the designers uh, pushed him back as far as they did. Because they could have given him to us way before December 5th. But by the time the really, if he has really broken outright incredible stuff that stuff is going to come out right around the time that they're going to be dropping their one year patch in January or February so that they'll be able to deal with it almost immediately upon when it happens right Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that's why they released him so late so if he does turn out to have gotten out of hand they can nip that in the bud almost immediately but so far from what I'm seeing and hearing from players who play at the highest level, he's looking to actually be a well-balanced character, kind of like Trunks, and we are hoping that he stays that way, because Trunks is a good character in just about every aspect, Um, and that would be fine. Me, I'm kind of frustrated with it, because I'm like, you weren't worried about balance balance with GT Goku. Either that or you just completely forgot all of the feedback that you got from your community and you released GT Goku. Because GT Goku is just hands down the best character in the game. He is. Um, And some people are like, well, Adult Gohan or Bardock or no, they've all gone through their tweaks and their nerfs. They are not what GT Goku is. GT Goku is playing a completely different game. Broly, as far as we can tell, is not playing a completely different game. And if people who do know, remember, who know what's going on, remember, when GT Goku dropped in his first week, we were all like, this is ridiculous. He, he, he's, he's ridiculously good. He's too good. Like, first week, it was, he's so good, it was easy to tell how good he was from the moment he dropped. That's not what we're dealing with with uh, DBS Broly. And honestly, I was hoping we would be. I was hoping that was going to be what happened. Because you know what? At this point, screw it. Let us have fun with it. Mm. Right. <laughs> um, but, uh, but I'm fine with him being solid, right? And from what I've played myself... And from what I can see, he seems to play pretty well with the original Broly. Now, what also has been shown is that he's not as good as the original Broly. Original Broly has gotten to a point where, and I'm quoting, has been scraping top tier. Like, he's 
literally scraping the uh, top five spot. Like he'd gotten to at least that good. Um, so we're gonna have to wait and see what new Broly does, but he looks phenomenal in the game. He's really fun to play with. And what I was noticing almost immediately, oh, we got the tail. No, 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 elemental fury tail. Uh, no, Not we need elemental. Gem. Yeah, we need elemental fury tail. Uh, elemental tail gem. Yeah, yeah we keep getting. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to relook it up. Something's gotta be. Either we're just not doing it in, in, fast enough, or something else is going on, and we're not doing the high enough one. Um, but uh, but so far he looks good. Looks good. Um, I was I absolutely called it because remember when they uh, did some of his scan uh, when they did some of it, when they let some of his gameplay out. Uh, I had noticed that they never had him challenge another character's attack during the gameplay. And, of, and remember, original Broly has a lot of armor on his stuff. And I was like, that's weird. How come they're not showing off his armor? Well, I absolutely called it. It was because he only has armor on two moves. Hmm. That's why. Um, which I'm frustrated and angry about because he's a Broly and thus he should have that armor. Like, it's literally a part of his character. Like, he should have the armor. Now, at the same time, I understand why they didn't give it to him. Because if he had armor on half the things that I'm watching him do, he might be the best character in the game. Like, being able to just go through people's attacks with armor would just be with with what he's doing right now would be ridiculous it, it, it <laughs> like it, it would it would be honestly pretty nuts i can't even deny that once again at the at that point i was like when everyone's op no one's op screw it just go ahead and do it anyway make them <laughs> op make them op make them op do it now do it now uh, Um, I was also right. I remember uh, a YouTuber that I follow, and shout out to Rufamonger, a YouTuber that I follow uh, almost exclusively for Dragon Ball Fighters, but I do like a lot of his other work as well. He, he's, he's a good YouTuber. I suggest everyone check him out if you're interested in fighting games, especially if you're interested in Dragon Ball Fighters. Like, he's my go to. Um, he's your go to for Goku? No, he's my go-to for <laughs> Dragon Ball Fighters. Though I'm probably gonna have to put Goku back on my team because he just works so well with original Broly, and I need as much optimization as I can get right now if I want to be competitive. So I may be forced to put Goku back on the team, which means I may not be using DBS Broly like I want to because I'm not dropping Majin Buu. And anyone uh, can check previous videos that are on my YouTube channel, and anytime I've ever talked about it. The two main characters that I wanted in this game was Majin Buu, and I mean Kid Buu, um, but I call him Majin Buu because uh, he is the original Buu, so I call him by his actual name, not a honorific, basically. Um, and Broly, 
those were going to be my two main characters. They've been my two main characters since the original Broly came out. I've been playing Kid Boo since the game dropped, even when no one else was using him because Cell was so good and um, uh, Adult Gohan was so good and Vegeta's assist was God was godly like even back then i was playing when, when no one saw kid boo in top eights i was playing kid boo um <laughs> and i will continue to play him in broly and i'll be switching up my third slot at, depending on what i can it d- depending on how it best serves those two characters um but I said it way back then, and I actually made a comment about how because everyone was like, "Oh, we hope, uh, we hope GT Goku has an install. Oh, we hope DBS Broly has an install transformation." And I was like, "They're not going to give us a tr- an install transformation. They've had plenty of chances with all these other characters that they've come out with in DLC before now, and they haven't even tried to. They are not going to give us an install character." I had high hopes for DBS Broly. I really thought that he was going to get it, and the way they built their trailer made everybody think he was going to get it, which only hyped him up more, which I think was intentional. I don't think they did it maliciously, but I think they did do it deceptively. Hmm. Um, but uh, such and such is how dare they? Well, marketing, they're, they're there to sell that character. And if everyone had known from the start that his he wasn't gonna his transformation was gonna turn off, that would have immediately cut his hype down. That and they knew it. They knew it. They they knew it. If he didn't have a permanent transformation, they knew his hype was gonna get cut down. Period. Just the way it was. And the moment everybody found out about it, we were already so hyped it didn't matter anymore, which is what they were banking on. Um, same thing with his armor. That's why they didn't show him challenging other characters' attacks. Because they didn't want anyone to know that he didn't have the armor. Because they could have said it. (laughs) So for those of us who don't play Super, what do you mean by armor? Oh, okay. So, oh, and also understand this might be just the pessimist in me. Because, uh, but it feels intentional that they did these things. But uh, armor on a character means that when you hit that character, it does not knock them out of an action. They just keep going. So they literally, so let's say you're both punching. When you normally hit a character, you have what's called hit stun. Basically, if I hit you for a moment, you can't do anything. You can't attack. You can't defend. You're you're basically in a state of I just got punched in the face. Well, a character with armor doesn't have that state for the first one to two attacks that hit them, depending on the move they do. So if you hit an armored character, they will not flinch and will eat and will basically punch you in the face at the same time. Hmm. And then you flinch and they just keep going. So gotcha. Right. So, uh, so yeah, I was like, there's no way they're going to give us an install character. They've never even tried to. You know, if they had tried, like, they could have tried with Cooler. Cooler would have been a perfect character for them to try and install transformation and see how it worked out. Didn't do it. Um, what's another DLC character that would have been good for an install transformation? Um, uh, Janimba. 
would have been a good character to try and install a uh, transformation on, though that would have been a little trickier because his first form is so big. Um, but then again, they were able to put Broly in. It shouldn't have been too big of a problem. Or they could have tried it with GT Goku. There are plenty of these. There honestly are quite a few DLC characters they could have tried to install with. They could have did it with Bardock, with him turning into a Super Saiyan. They could have did it with that. They never even tried. They didn't even approach it. And I was like, they're not going to give it to us. Because if they were, they would have already tried by now. Um, okay, and if probably. anyone... Yeah, and if anyone thinks they're going to give us an install in season three, unless they do a full system overhaul, I doubt it. I highly doubt it. Um, give me that tail, Jim. Especially because DBS Broly would have been another perfect character for it. Um, and they didn't do it. So, hmm. uh, but character is still great. I am having fun playing him. Uh, everyone else seems to be having fun playing him. I want to put him on my team. I just may not. He just doesn't. His assist, unfortunately, isn't the assist he needed to have to make him work with as many teams as you wanted him to work with, unfortunately. He is, uh, his assist is good. Like, it's it, it's not crap or anything. It's good. But it's not the assist I needed it to be. I needed it to be a beam. And of course they didn't. They have outright refused, it seems, to give another character a beam assist. Like they gave DBS Broly a normal beam. Like, and what I mean by normal beam is it's not a special move. It's just a normal attack he can do by pressing down and his energy button. And he'll just do a a, a true beam attack. And it's like, well, why didn't you just give him that as his assist? That would have been great. He's not even like a, right now that we can tell, a broken character. And even if he was, who cares? You put the most broken character in the game already, but now you want to be balanced? (laughs) So it was like, just give him a beam. But no, they didn't give him a beam. They gave him a ground pound, which, to be fair... Acts very much like a beam, though. Got it? I got a tail gem. Uh, I'm looking for the the thing. Uh, where was the, where's the thing? Where's the thing? Was, where's the oh, it was over here? Oh, over oh, here, where by are the you? Table. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yep, I see it. I see it. I see it. Come on, come on. Uh, uh, stop put, Stop lighting me on fire, you bastard! Ha ha! <laughs> Elemental tail gem. Nice. Woo. Good job. Right, Good job. I'm going to send a thanks to them. Yes, please do. Um, and I know, it lo- I know it seems like I'm harping on them, and I am, because it feels like there is an amount of blatant favoritism or marketing. And yeah, they have to make money, so they're going to make characters that can make them money. Hence, GT Goku being so powerful, because people would then pick him up to use him because he's strong. Like, I get it, but you think DBS Broly would be a good marketer for, hey, buy this character. Not only is he incredibly popular right now, but he's also ridiculously good, right? 
so uh, it feels like there is just blatant favoritism going on, and I don't like that. I just don't like it. Make every character, give every character the same amount of love. Mm. So, like, just as a developer, that actually should be part of your job to give every character the same amount of love. Um, but I, I, I'm I'm ranting. I, I am ranting about it. Um, but overall, still love the game. New character is great. If you're interested in, once again, if you're interested in the game at all, go pick it up. Real good. Um, I think uh, each DLC character is like four or five bucks, maybe six. Uh, DBS Broly is a good addition to the roster. I, I got no complaints right now. Um, even if he doesn't become a permanent member of my team, like I honestly would like him to. Um, but uh, yeah, he's just he's good. It's good, man. It feels good to use him. Like it felt a little weird at first because of uh because of how different he at like he actually plays versus the original broly but once you get used to it it is it, just fun to use him it really is in that the uh, arxis excelled in that they excelled they made him very fun to use um outside of that i was playing more cold breastuses because not allowed to cuss, so it's cold breasts. Uh, and um, wait, there's some a swear word. Yes, and huh. if not a swear word, it's at least a vulgar one, and right. that's the same thing. To my mom. <laughs> All right, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, uh, played more of that. Got further in it. Um, they have introduced, so when you first start off, you meet Ayo, and you don't know her name at the time, but you, her name is revealed to be Ayo later, and she's a white-haired, large-breasted anime girl, <laughs> right, hmm. um, with golden eyes. Well, I've gotten to a part in the story where we have now met another, uh, white-haired, gold-eyed, if I'm remembering correctly, big-breasted girl. Who looks almost identical to Ayo, except for there's a uh, cross, a uh, X-shaped slash across her face. Um, and she's apparently helping another character do something mysterious that we don't know of right now. I've gotten a little deeper into the world's lore. The world's lore is still missing a lot of bits and pieces at this point. Because... Everyone keeps talking about the queen. The queen did this. The queen did that. We had to go fight the queen. And after we fought the queen, we got stuck inside of this thing. And basically, you're stuck inside of probably what I would say, not even a continent-sized area, but like a state-sized state area. Like maybe the size of Texas. Maybe. It, it might be way smaller than that. Actually, I think it is way smaller than that. Well, no, no, no. It might be smaller than that, but I'm not sure. It is a large area, but you can go to points in the area and see the barrier that happened. So as, as far as the lore goes in the game, um, the queen was created 
like these are not natural vampires. They were they 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 were create they're man made scientifically injected. Mm, sweet sweet science. <laughs> <laughs> inject me with all that sweet sweet science um and once again i'll make the comment it's amazing how the they were scientifically created but everything they do seems very magical in nature but then again what is science but magic what is magic but science you can't understand right so uh the 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 lore, as far as I can tell, when pieced together, is that the queen was like the first vampire created. And she, for some reason, went nuts and started killing everybody. As, you know, those kind of creatures do. Because <laughs> when you're the first of anything in this kind of setting, you, of course, go insane and start trying to kill everybody. Um, hmm. And then the revenants were actually created as a countermeasure to her. They created the other vampires to stop her. And then when they were finally able to stop her, it, her death created this sort of weird hurricane around this area. And, it, and no one can go in the hurricane. It either kills you or immediately turns you into a lost. And for those of you who don't know anything about Code Vein, the lost are revenants and uh, revenants are vampires. So lost are vampires that have completely lost themselves to bloodlust and they mutate into these monsters that are roaming the area. Um, also the fact that Revenants cannot die unless their hearts are destroyed, which is classic vampire, right? But they cannot die unless their hearts are destroyed. Dismemberment, impalement, uh, even blood loss, nothing can kill them unless you destroy their heart. So now – what I also noticed while I was while I was playing, because you as the character are the special, and your blood can revive the blood the blood springs, which are what create blood beads that the vampires need to feed off of to keep themselves healthy. Uh, one of one part of the lore I found interesting is that they were like one large blood bead can keep a vampire a, a adult vampire healthy for a month. So one of these large blood beads has the ability to sustain a vampire for an entire month. And that's hmm. all they need. Now, the reason that they're – the reason uh, things are as bad as they are, because this is post-apocalyptic. The world has basically been destroyed. They're, they're living in sort of a dried-up desert. Um, there is water, but it's underground. And one of the uh, guys at your uh, – at your uh, home base even talks about it. He talks about how, well, there was nothing on the surface and we couldn't get out. So the only thing we could do was dig down. And that's how we survived by getting resources from digging down. And right. uh, so they found like an underground river and Luis, who is one of the main characters and apparently knew a lot about apparently was very close to the queen before she became the queen uh and he, the the full relationship he has with her still hasn't been disclosed i'm still going through his memories when i as i get vestiges uh 
because when you get a vestige, you go through you you actually relive and walk through their memory, and you can pull other people into the memory with you. So there's a point where uh, you, Luis, and another character go through his memory of talking to the queen when she's in the hospital, and. <clears throat> character doesn't really the other character doesn't really know how to feel about it and when he's talking to you about it he actually looks over at Luis while he's talking about it it's actually an interesting little detail that they did uh another interesting detail that i noticed is that uh when you are going around in the world and uh uh fighting the lost when you're about to get into a battle, your companion will literally take a defensive stance in front of you to protect you. They, they literally act as a shield for you. Um, right. And I thought that that was interesting because they're protecting you because your blood is the only thing that can uh, revive the blood springs, uh, which is what all the vampires need. So I thought that was also really interesting. Um, no, so that's why you were saying your uh, your. Uh... NPCs was were pretty much just doing all the heavy lifting for you. Pretty much, I, I what I've come to realize, I think, is that when you're using an NPC, got the tail. Nope. Uh, nope. Uh, when you're using the NPCs, I believe that's the normal mode because they can kill just about everything in the game, but the bosses, from what I can tell so far. <laughs> but I think it's normal mode because when you don't have an NPC. There are a lot of encounters that are ridiculously harder. Um, so I think not having the NPC is uh, hard mode. Having them is normal. And if you have a, and since you can actually go through the game with another person, when you have another person with you, it makes the game just a, a, a laughable, a, a laughable exercise in just story. Because with some of the bills that I've seen in this game, there is no way two people who can think and coordinate wouldn't murder everything in front of them. Just no way. <laughs> yeah. um, like there's a build in the game where you where because there's an, a there's a blood code and a blood code is like your class. There's a there's a build in the game for an assassin who is invisible. That the enemies can't see, and he literally one-shots everything he hits except for maybe the bosses. And I haven't seen it versus the bosses, so he might one-shot bosses too. But uh, there's a warrior build that just allows you to power through attacks and deal out massive damage. Um like some like there's a mage build that's kind of nuts like that like there are so many good builds like if you took someone in with like uh the tank but with the uh with the uh berserker build and then you uh had someone with magic there's no way you wouldn't crush that game that game everything would be trivial uh, hmm. two mages would probably make that game trivial uh, a gunner and a mage, or two mages or two gunners, would probably make that game trivial. Um, but that's if uh, that's that's predicated on if you have a, a friend with you that's helping you, right? Um, mm -hmm. 
but the game so far is really good. I'm really enjoying it. And I think this is what my parents don't realize about my love for games because video games to me is just like interacting with a book. That's what it is for me. I love lore. And there's so many worlds and characters and stuff like that. Like my mom is who got me into reading books because my mom is a book reader. She's the one that got me into being the big bookworm that I am. Um, and the, all video games are are a visual, moving, interactive book. It was almost it, it was it was almost preordained by God because I come from a Christian family, but it was almost preordained by God during the era I was born for me to love video games. It, hmm. there, there was no way I could. Video um, games? What do you mean video games? Come on now. <laughs> you know you gotta have that Victrola record player. I am unfamiliar with what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I am. I haven't heard this. No, you just gotta get your Victrola, put some easy listening records on, and just sit there. You don't oh. need no video games. Come on now. Oh, nah, screw that. I'd rather have a video game. <laughs> uh, well, to be fair, I would rather have it all. <laughs> I would <laughs> rather have it all. So I'll just I'll sit and listen to music while I play my video game. Um, there actually, you can, once again, an another thing when it comes to video games, they have some of the most, there are video games that have some of the most amazing music you'll ever listen to. Like, mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I've been playing the MMO for Final Fantasy, uh, the newest one, and its newest DLC and some of its soundtracks are incredible. Uh, like, I'll, I'll, I will literally be bopping my head to the beats. Like, it's <laughs> so good. Um, right. Yeah, video games are almost a... Because I love music, too. I, I, I don't listen to it as much because mostly I'm listening to in-game music. Uh, <laughs> but I love music. Like, it thrums through my whole body. And for some reason, Gaelic music always, not all of it, but most of it just brings me to tears. I don't understand why. Like, Gaelic Irish music or uh, uh, what is Irish or... Uh, or Scottish, Gaelic, Scottish, or Irish music, just it will bring me to tears. Uh, you remember uh, uh, Oh My Goddess and how Erd was weak, one her her weakness was uh, Senka or or Senka music, I think it was. Yeah, and like, like every yeah. time, yeah, and every time she heard it, she had to fall asleep. Like she couldn't fight it; she just fell asleep. That's what mm -hmm. it is like with Gaelic music for me. Like I will just start tearing up, and I don't even know why. Like I, I just do. It hits something in my soul. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Enya, Enya will definitely do that to a person. Yeah, but uh, uh, but Cold Vein, another really good game. Uh, that I am thoroughly enjoying. Uh, I'm looking forward to learning more about the world and what's going on, more about the story and the characters. Uh, uh, is there anything else that I can... I'm starting to run into 
other revenant enemies and what what i mean by that is a lot of the the, the uh enemies you run into are are mutated monstrous lost right they're the vampires that went nuts and mutated into monsters well i just ran into my first character who is literally like me and the companions who have a, who has a blood veil and they have lost themselves to bloodlust um it wasn't a difficult encounter it was probably my first encounter and it would probably be akin to the dark souls is uh like special enemy system because in the Dark Soul games, you have certain enemies that glow red, and they're like elite named enemies. So I think that might be this game's equivalent to that. Um, hmm, I'm trying to think, is there anything else? Um, no, no. Um Rest of my week was just writing, which I'm going to sit down and do some today and or tomorrow, depending on if I have time. Um, and uh, just relaxing after work week. But it wasn't too bad of a week. It went by faster than I expected it to. Like, I hmm. expect to be counting the minutes and the hours and the days, and that's not really what happened. Uh, hmm. things went by yeah. a lot quicker than I thought. Um, all I do also have to say that's because my bosses actually gave me a project to work on and then left me alone long enough to focus and get it done. Right. <laughs> so that's also part of it. But I uh, guess yeah, that was my week. Well, that was a very long and detailed description of your week. Well, yeah. <laughs> and uh, also, I'm not saying that it's cold outside, but I think I saw Balto and Togo uh, pulling a sled to Anchorage to you know, uh, get that life-saving medication to the sick people. <laughs> I told them that that's not a thing anymore. <laughs> like, cut it out. Yeah. So for me, it was kind of a stressful week, but uh, thankfully I made it through. And uh, finally after, oh, I've also been at my job for a year now. So go me. Hmm. And I am finally able, and I am taking vacation. So you can, uh, you can catch me at Fort Living Room. Uh, I'll be sitting here in front of the Xbox playing games and possibly partaking of uh, milk of the hoppy, as I like to call it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so glad the week's over. Glad I get to have, I believe I'm getting, I'm taking five days or three days of vacation. So five days off total. <laughs> so that's nice. All right, so we shall go ahead and take a small break here before we get into the meaty, delicious topics that we will discuss this week. So we will be right back. All right, welcome back, everybody. So Gerald had uh, pretty much given, given us our, our list of topics for this week. Uh, I'll add in one or two things myself. Um, 
So I wasn't aware of what riot was outside of it, you know, being a bunch of angry people committing violence. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a, uh, a lawsuit, evidently, for riot. And when he, when Gerald had told me it was for League of Legends, I was like, oh, that's why I don't know what riot is. Gotcha. And you are not yeah. part of the team. Am I not? Oh, I haven't uh, loaded in yet. It's still loading. Okay, yeah. So, uh, tell us about this riot lawsuit. Yeah. Oh, actually, the other topic, the riot OPL thing, I did not get to in my research. So, we're not going to talk about that now. We'll talk about that in a later podcast. Um, I will reference it because I think there's a correlation between what has been happening with riot and this because that money had to come from somewhere. And for those of you who who are listening to this who might know what I'm talking about, I'm just saying money had to come <laughs> from somewhere. <laughs> right. But uh basically what happened with Riot is that apparently there has been a long standing slew of claims uh of female employees at the California branch talking Hmm. about sexual harassment, uh, not being paid equal pay for doing the same job, um, uh, being passed over for uh, advancement simply because they're women, and anyone who talked out against it would could have sat could have their pay lowered could be demoted could be also passed over for promotion or outright terminated and apparently terminations for speaking out about the problems was something that apparently happened uh often yeah for some reason it kicked me out um i'm back in town yeah uh right. but uh give me so give me take your time so this was first really brought to light to the public light by the uh, gaming review, uh, the online gaming review channel Kotaku, um, mm. or site Kotaku, and they did a deep dive investigation into uh, what was going on by talking to several of the employees from there. Uh, they found out that. They found out some heinous stuff was going on. Like, uh, the, uh, like, it, it basically it was described. Let's see. And let me look at my notes here. But it was described basically as a good old boys club, like a men's first, uh, bros club where the, where the men were just basically allowed to do whatever they wanted. And any of the women who complained were punished for it. Like and there was there were accusations. Uh, let's see. There were accusations. Where did I put that? I'm gonna have to organize my notes better. Freaking hell! Yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the lawsuit itself was stated that they fostered a men's first bro culture where harassment and inappropriate behavior such as crotch grabbing, phantom humping, 
and sending unsolicited pictures of male genitalia. And oh. that the managers were circulating a hot chicks list of all the girls in the department from hottest to ugliest. Wow. This was a thing. <clears throat> this was stuff that was going on in this place. And then Riot came out and they were like, well, we staunchly support, you know, the change of this kind of culture and we want to get it changed and we want to promote better better uh, relationships and inclusion. Because so what has happened is that Riot has settled with the uh, with the with the uh, the claimers <laughs> basically or defendants yeah ha have settled with the, the the defendants for a ten million dollar pot that will be distributed out to all female workers and those who identify as female who have worked for them since two thousand and fourteen. Approximately going back five years. Hmm. Now, one of the things that really blew up about it is that two of the two of the women who sued were the riot company tried to force them into arbitration. And for those of you who don't know what arbitration is, it is basically what it's basically instead of this lawsuit going to a court with a jury and a judge, they pull it out of the courts into a basically third party uh, private discussion between the employee and the uh, and the company. Now the reason this is bad is because a lot this tends to favor the companies a lot and usually the employees get screwed in it. And that's that's one of the things that also really it wasn't just like the deep dive article by Kotaku, it was also that that really kick this off um and riot and uh it kicked it off so hard that the california governor i believe his name is yeah california uh the california governor passed a bill making it illegal for companies to force an arbitrary signing by employees after january 1st 2020 so in cal so in in, in california that will be illegal to do after January 1st of 2020. Now, I've worked for quite a few companies, um, hmm. and I can tell you that, yes, they actually do do that. They, they actually will not – some companies, actually almost all companies, will deny you employment if you don't sign a waiver that says you are not allowed to sue them. And if something happens, you have to take arbitration which means they handle it – you have to handle it with the company internally, which basically means the company can just tell you to go screw yourself and that they don't mm -hmm. care. Right. Um, even when it's their fault. Now, the we had a talk about how companies like to be really stupid, and it's really hard sometimes to understand or realize – or how, it's really hard to figure out how some companies have survived – as companies for as long as they have because they make the stupidest decisions. They keep uh, machinery that's too old and constantly breaking down. And instead of just replacing it, which would save them and make them more money than constantly fixing it every time it broke down, they just continue to let it break down. Then they want to make cutbacks because they don't have any money because they're spending more money fixing an old machine than they would have just replacing it with a new one. So... Hmm. 
so in that kind of case, when it comes to businesses like that, um, if you get hurt due to their negligence, it by forcing it into arbitration, it is almost impossible to prove that it was the company's fault. Hmm. Especially the way the a lot of companies handle safety regulations and stuff because they'll say, yeah, these are our safety regulations that you need to follow, but they expect you to still get an amount of work done that would be equivalent to you ignoring those safety regulations. Right. Mm -hmm. right. And I know yep. anyone who works at a job has probably run into that where, you know, they're like, well, for safety, don't do this, but Hey, we got to get that done in like 15 minutes. So balance right or whatever um but uh but yeah so these guys were kind of running this place that like these guys were kind of running their office in california kind of like a club with a really bad male clientele right <laughs> always bothering the women never leaving them alone being inappropriate, vulgar, offensive, and then outright sexually harassing them. Now, Riot has come out and, of course, given a public statement because, of course, they're going to. And <laughs> what they have, the uh, their Riot spokesperson, and I'm quoting, we're pleased to have a proposed settlement to fully resolve the class action lawsuit. The settlement is another important step toward forward and demonstrates our uh, step is another important step forward and demonstrates our commitment to living up to our values and to making Riot an inclusive enrollment for the industry's best, uh, best talent. And I'm sitting here. Yeah. And like I said, I can I, I, I tend to be a realist and a pessimist. I, I really do. And I try not to be. I do try to look on the lighter side of things. And I believe there there was a time in my life when I was a lot more optimistic. But the more and more I see of businesses and their practices, the more and the more pessimistic I've become when it comes to them. Mm -hmm. They say they want to take this step forward. They say they want to be more inclusive. They say they don't condone this, this kind of environment. Well, then how did this kind of environment exist in the first place? Um, and people might be like, well, they may not have known. It's like, do you not do audits? Do you not visit your companies and your offices? If there are female employees that are making claims how are you not aware of those claims? Is there not an HR in that area? Has the HR person been keeping these things a secret from you? Businesses literally have things set up in a way that they can keep an eye on their offices because, well, they like being the ones to make the decisions. How do you not know this is going on when there are so many people complaining about it? Like these complaints go all the way. These complaints didn't just randomly happen recently. Now, remember, they're going back to back. They're 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 disseminating out this money going back five years, which means for five years minimum, 
there have been mm. complaints from female employees or gay employees or transgender employees about what's been going on there. But you guys didn't know about it. And if you knew about it, why didn't you fix it then? Right. And hmm. once again, this comes back to the fact that businesses will only move as fast as their bottom line. Period. Mm-hmm. Right. You mess with their bo- – and, and that's what this is. This has become public, and in our current social environment with the transgender and with women – uh, with the hashtag Me Too and women becoming more and more vocal about uh, inequality and things of that nature, this is absolutely just a response to that because they know their business will suffer if they don't look positive here. And that's all mm-hmm. it is. If they thought that they were going to pull in the same amount of money, whether or not they made any changes, they wouldn't be making these changes, period. Mm. They wouldn't. They wouldn't care at all they would leave it to be exactly the way it is um so it's like it it all rings hollow in my ears it really Mm -hmm. does and they already picked a scapegoat their ceo uh glenn gelb they are they basically suspended him for two months without pay um and they said he was gonna go under uh training but the training that he was supposed to undergo is is non-disclosed. So we don't know what the training is he's supposed to be under. Ooh, got it. Ooh. Got it. Got it. Got it. Is it? Is it? Uh, nope. Elemental Fury Tale. Darn. We were just there. I think we were close. We just missed it by like a little bit. Um, but uh, so and, and so I'm sitting here like and. And what what trips me up about that is, remember, he's a CEO, right? He's a Mm high-ranking official. And the reason they threw it on his shoulders is they're like, well, you should have been aware of this and you should have been making sure. And there were claims against him saying that he was doing a lot of that stuff. So we both know that if that had been me or you, anyone lower on the totem pole, that would have been the end of their career. Anyone lower on the totem pole, end of their career, he gets suspended for two months and gets training, and we're not even told what the training is. Probably sensitivity training or hugging a tree or some some bullshit. (laughs) And and considering that he has been – that people have fingered him for doing a lot of this stuff himself, well, (laughs) it must be that he's, you know, it can't be that at his core he's just a bad person, right? It it can't be. So we'll just give him some training and that'll fix it, right? Just Hmm. like Christians think that, you know, we if we train the gays, they'll just stop being gay. We'll just send them to a camp and teach them not to be gay. That'll fix it, right? That Hmm. fixes it, doesn't it? No. <laughs> it's, it's not who they are at their core. <laughs> so mm. I just so when I go, the only reason this is happening is so that they can protect their reputation, which is directly linked to their uh, profit margin. It's hard for me not to believe that. You want to mm, make a company right. make a change quick, fast, and in a hurry? Mess with their profit margin. Oh, they'll change the next day. Like, look it's how quickly. Yeah, if not that day. So it, it's it's a they even hired they hired an uh, an advisor 
they literally mm. hired an advisor for inclusive and uh like sensitivity in the workplace guys mm. if you have to hire somebody who can tell you how to better treat people like human beings there is a much bigger problem going on <laughs> right. i'm just saying it's, it's like <laughs> it's like in the uh, I'm I'm actually glad I wasn't in the army for this part of uh, what I'm about to say, but uh, it got so bad that they had to make they call it sharp training. The sexual harassment and rape prevention is what it means. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, going off of what like what you're saying, if you have to teach a class, hey, don't rape people. There's a bigger problem than just the rape. Yeah, bigger problem than just the (laughs) rape. And if someone is raping or doing something as heinous as sexual harassment and the stuff that has been, that I have stated, that has been stated going on, if that is going on, that's not something you train someone out of. Also, (laughs) this harps back to when this this goes back to the other podcast we did where we were talking about red pilled America and how the child molester in the uh, liberal camp and how they just Mm -hmm. ignored it because he was in the liberal camp and how she caught and how Adriana caught him upstairs with their five-year-old daughter. Right. And Mm how uh, he, the moment he realized she was there, he ran out of the room. So he knew what he was doing was wrong. So if the company, if if the if the people, if the uh, men involved or whoever was involved were like, what? What's the problem? I don't understand. This is just we're just piling around being friends. It has that air of oh, they're not being malicious. They're just dumb, and they need to be educated, right? And then you educate <laughs> them, and they go, oh my god, I can't believe we were doing that to people. I'm so sorry. I didn't know, but. <laughs> This yeah, isn't okay. this isn't that right. <laughs> this isn't that. No, no. D- do believe some. I- I'm not saying for this particular event, but someone might be doing something that you're like, "Hey, dude, that's stupid. What are you doing?" And they might be like, "Well, this is the way we always did it. What's the what's, what's the problem?" Um, and they're like, "No, this is the you know A B C. That's terrible." And they're just like, "Oh, well, that's just how I grew up. That's just how that was." Like we like you see that all the time when it comes to rate when it comes to racism, people who grow up in it just think it's normal. It's not that they're it's not that they're they have real malicious intent, but since they grew up with it, they just think it is the norm. They think that's the way it is. And until you explain to them, uh, no, that's not how that works. You know, they they honestly think it's as it's as normal as the wind blowing. Right. So if they had been like, no, we were just piling around and just having fun with the girls and we honestly didn't know we were doing anything wrong, that's one thing because it's not malicious. But when you have people – but when when they run out of the room when you catch them, then they know they're doing something wrong. That's not something you can send someone to training for. (laughs) They already know they're doing something wrong. Training them doesn't fix that. (laughs) (laughs) 
we could we could do a whole podcast on just how like the woke the woke culture is uh, stupid, for lack of better term. Well, right. It's not like we're dealing with children, right? We're not dealing with children. We're not dealing with teenagers where their hormones will go nuts and and, and they just want what they want and they can't really do anything about that, right? It just builds and builds until it explodes because they're kids. They don't know how to really control themselves. We're dealing with full-grown adults. Hmm. They should not be doing things like this and they should know better. Now, I will say, and this might be unpopular, the hot girls list is hilarious <laughs> because I bet that got brought up because the girl who found it was in the middle, the bottom of that list. <laughs> and, and don't get me wrong. I'm not the best looking gentleman. I'll tell you that right now. If And, and the thing about the hot girls list is, is that women also have a hot guys list. This is one of those things where this is something that is done. Every person makes a mental list of who they're attracted to and in what order. Like this girl or guy is hotter than that girl or guy. And then they're hotter than that girl or guy. And then they're hotter than that girl or guy. That list is always there in every person you meet, period. That's just the way we are, you know? That's right. not in fact, some... there was a in fact there was a website specifically for that. Right. That and that's a man and right. And that's a man and woman thing. Now, don't get me wrong, I also understand that it hurts when you realize you're the one that's not attracted to. I, like I get it. Like if there was a hot guys <clears throat> list of one to fifty, I'm pretty sure I'd be in the like mid forties or lower. Like I get that. Hmm. I, I get that. And it does hurt to understand that. But this is one of those things where it feels like uh, it's not that this was some surprise. It's that there's a physical thing they could see that confirmed it. Because you can kind of delude yourself into being like, nah, I'm good looking enough. But then you get that list and you're fifth from the bottom and you're like, oh, (laughs) Well, ooh, that was a that was a hard gut shot to myself, Steve. Uh, hey, like, hey, Gerald, do you have any aloe? Because I, I need it for this burn here. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like I just and, and I know I'm pointing this out, and it's a silly thing because it, it, it's 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 a terrible thing, but at the same time, it's one of those terrible truths. Um, whether that list was in a physical copy or not, that that list existed in in every man on the planet's mind and in every woman on the planet's mind. That is just a natural human thing, and it's not an evil thing. Now, they may have been using that list in a malicious way. I could see that. Maybe they were using it in a malicious way. Um, but the but that in and of itself, I felt was kind of stupid. Um, it was just yeah. petty crap that some immature adult guys were doing. Like they may be adults, but they're not mature. Um, but everybody, it, like even at my jobs, the guys would talk about how hot some of the female employees were, and 
the women would talk about how hot they thought some of the male employee wa- employees were. That's a thing people do. So I, I find it weird that this list of hot girls being passed around was brought up in the same accusations as sexual harassment and uh, termination when women spoke. Like, it's not even in the same ballpark. I don't hmm. feel like it even should have been on the list. Right. Uh, but I guess... Good. Sorry. I was going uh, to say, uh, you know, everybody's got that that top 10 or, you know, the, the hall pass list. And anybody who says they don't is either dead or lying. Yeah. Dead or lying. If you're like, if, if you, any woman who says she doesn't have a mental list in order of the guys that she would like to get with based on looks or job or paycheck they're bringing in, she's either dead or lying or already married. (laughs) Like no, I will give it still, that. Even then, she's either even she's then. either dead, lying, or dating the guy she chose. Period. Hmm. Um, and same thing with the men. Every sensitive guy who who's like, oh no, I don't do immature, childish stuff like that. So he is lying to your face. I guarantee <laughs> you, there are three girls right now that he thinks are hotter than you. And would be talking to them if they talk to him. <laughs> hmm. And possibly is talking to them if he's the hot guy. Like, if he's the hot guy in your area, he most likely is talking to those girls, too. <laughs> so step your game up if you want to catch him. Just saying. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's just a lot of it's a lot of really stupid stuff that a company that any human being in any company should know better. Um, they even created a new position, basically an HR position that they gave to a woman that they uh, hired a woman for. Uh, let's see. Do uh, do 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 do. They hired. Who did they hire? Uh, they they hired uh, Angela Roseborough as the company's first chief diversity officer. Hmm. They hired hmm. a diversity hmm. officer, and the <clears> first <throat> thing that pops <throat> in the first thing that pops into my head, and like I said, pessimistic and realist, is did they hire a woman because she was a because she was the most qualified for the job, or did they hire a woman? Because they, because in their minds, the company was like, if we hire a woman, they'll shut up. Hmm. If we hire a woman for this position, they'll hmm. shut up. Hmm. Hmm. It'll yeah, go no. away because we put a woman in the position. They even said in some of the articles, Riot even stated that they were going to uh, employ and promote more women into positions of power. And I'm like, how is that supposed to fix the problem? Are you trying to say that women are less like this than men? Because if you are trying to say that, you are wrong. Hmm. And what would it matter if it was a man or a woman in that position? What you need to promote to leadership are decent human beings, male or female. Or are you saying all men are not decent human beings, which is also wrong? So it's a lot of it's a lot of company rhetoric 
and lit and litigation of we're trying to save our reputation, and it's a lot of uh, crappy implementation of uh, positions and hiring to make it look like they actually care. They don't, hmm. and they never right. did, and they never will. But they will do what is necessary to protect their profit margin. And that's all they're doing. Right. I don't believe even for a moment that's not what they're doing. Um, but yeah, that's what has that's what happened with Riot. And uh, the reason I brought up the Riot OPL thing is because uh, with what's going on with the Riot OPL is it is the uh, one of the uh, what is uh, what is the word I'm looking for? One of the league brackets. And I've been running around instead of queuing us up for another hunt. Let me get that done. Um, <laughs> it is one of the league brackets for League of Legends. I think it's the Australian one. Like I said, I didn't get around to being able to do the research I needed to on this. So I apologize if I'm getting any information wrong. Uh, feel free, listeners, to correct me. Um, and I will get back to this in a later podcast. Um, and I haven't forgotten about the Dragon Ball Super arcs that I need to go over or the Naruto one I said I was going to go over. I have not forgotten. I will be getting to those. We are going to have we are going to talk about that. Um but basically they are pulling their funding or their support for the OPL because the way the OPL would work is that the players would get a fixed a fixed salary. Because most of the time when they're playing, they're in uh, houses living together while they're in the league playing the game and going up in mm. rank so they can qualify. And you can't do that. You cannot get good at League of, as good at League of Legends as these tournament players are um, and still work a job. You cannot do it. There's too much in the game. So since they were dedicating themselves completely to the game, they were getting uh, basically a subsidy to where they could deal with bills and stuff like that. Well, Riot is pulling that money now. They're no longer giving them mm. that uh, that subsidy, which means now the players have to deal directly with their sponsors, and their sponsors are no longer required to give them any form of income. Mm. So I saw these two stories together, and I was like, $10 million going to lawsuit to settle a lawsuit by women for sexual harassment and other inappropriate uh misbehavior opl loses its funding and support well that money had to come mm -hmm. from somewhere didn't it where i wonder where <laughs> that money came from <laughs> yeah, it's like money had to come from somewhere <laughs> couldn't be from the opl though no <laughs> just not a second it didn't just poof out of, out of thin air right had to come from somewhere Hey, wait is is that where uh, is that where those uh, those money plates ran off to? Was that a uh, riot stole them and now they're printing their own money? Oh well, riot yeah, always had a oh riot always know, that, had a license to print its own money. <laughs> yeah, because you know that that couldn't have come from the PL. They had to like do a do a money heist or something, right? Uh, they must have just printed out ten million dollars or something. That, that that that. But once again, this is not a story I have fully researched, so I could be wrong. I will do that research and I will get back to everyone at a later podcast, and we'll see if we can figure out where Riot got that money from. <laughs> mm. Hard hitting news while playing video games. Hey, 
got to do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's all I've got for the uh, the uh, sexual harassment lawsuit. Oh, found yeah. it. Yep. I found it, guys. I seen it when I was uh, traversing that uh, jagged cliff. All right, give me that tail. No, no. Oh, you sob. Uh, did you uh, type in the chat for them to aim for the tail? No. I think one person is as well, though. <sighs> I'm aim for the tail, tool. guys. We need tail. In more ways than one. Hey, you're married. (laughs) You have a supply. (laughs) (laughs) Don't mean that. (laughs) Uh, To be uh, fair, to be fair, I hear that a lot. (laughs) To be fair, just so you don't feel excluded, to be fair, I hear that a lot. (laughs) Don't mean Mm. that. But you're married, dude. Don't mean that. Right. I mean, I'm married. I'm not dead. Come on. Um, so, uh, uh, I will interject this little bit since out of the two of us, I'm the one that plays Destiny the most. Season of the Dawn or Season of Dawn drops, I think, next week. And uh, there's a lot of buzz on some of the Destiny communities that I'm a part of on Facebook. Um, they're bringing back uh, and spoilers for anybody who hasn't watched the, re- the reveal trailer or anything. Uh, Saint Fourteen is coming back to life. He's the legendary oh. Titan, uh, Titan Guardian who uh, we found his body in Destiny One amongst a sea of dead, either fallen or Vex. I think it was Vex. Like he's in a he's in a cave, like a, a locked away cave. And he, uh, you find him in Destiny One, kind of floating with a shroud over him, and got like, it all around him. Did you get it? Yes, we did. Uh, Elm Belgium, nice. I am the best. <laughs> Woot! Yeah, so we we find him in a in a cave, floating in air, surrounded by millions of dead Vex. So, and he's coming back, and I know. I know I'm not the only one who thinks, well, why the hell couldn't we get Cade back? Because I'd prefer Cade over Saint-14. Or I don't know. Saint-14 is going to have to do some really good impressions on me to, uh, you know, not uh, well, to it's trade him for Cade. It's because Cade, Cade's death was impactful and integral to the overall story. That is why. Yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely um, talking out of my ass. We should have just got Cade back. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will say, I will say during the season of the Drifter, when you had to choose between the Drifter or the Vanguard, pretty sure anybody who was anybody would have chosen Cade. So I guess they had to, uh, had to ice him so you would have to choose between the Drifter or the Vanguard. I, of course, went with the Drifter. And, uh, but yeah, so. Season of Dawn comes out next week. Uh, if you have the season pass for Destiny 2, uh, you'll probably have a, a hell of an update on Tuesday. And then, uh, you know, the standard uh, Destiny servers are down for maintenance. Uh, check Bungie uh, help on Twitter to find out more. 
So I'll be probably playing Monster Hunter World then. So there's that. Uh, uh, yeah. Mm. Go ahead and. Uh, so how about that Mandalorian? Um, I'm still lukewarm on it. Like I just, I just am. Um, and it might just be because I. I'm just more interested in lightsaber battles. I, I'd rather hear more <laughs> about the Sith. I'd rather hear more about the Jedi. Like I, I, I just, ah, it's, it's, I'm just Luke. It hasn't done anything for me that has really uh, set it apart. Really, it, it just hasn't. Right. Um. So uh, I guess you're not one of the many millions who's now. Fan pe- peopling over Yoda's love child. Uh-uh. <laughs> I I still really hope that they keep Yoda's entire species a mystery, like they should have done for the Force. The Force should have just been a mysterious thing. Um, so I hope they do keep a lid on Yoda's uh uh species, and it does kind of look like they're going to but no i'm not gushing over the tiny yoda plushy doll that they've got in the show i i honestly <laughs> don't care I, i'm like, surprised they i'm surprised that's not an actual plushy doll yet give it time oh it go. will be give it time yeah it <laughs> will be like honestly i would be more interested in a uh uh what is it um i'm trying to think what is it what is it what is it uh I know I'd be interested I can't remember in the set name. of Mandalorian armor. Ah, the Mandalorian armor doesn't do it for me. Just doesn't. Hmm. Um I like a lot of the a lot of the Sith armor. Um some of the some of the Sith armor actually I like a lot. Um a lot some of the Jedi robes I like a lot. Um I haven't seen any stormtrooper or Mandalorian armor that I've been like, ooh, that's nice. I'd wear that. Um, mm. uh, I'm still trying to figure out a lot of the time how this guy has survived as long as he has. Because <laughs> right. they make they they make this whole I was talking to my friend about it and he's like, I love this show. And I and he was like, what do you think of it? Because you watched it. And I was like, eh. I'm still trying to figure out how he's still alive. And they're like, what? And I was like, <laughs> so they they do a whole episode about how he's yelling at a robot about making an actual plan and not just going in all recklessly and getting shot up. And then the very next episode, he goes off and does something life-threatening without any form of plan. And he continues to do it. Like he'll just go do something and and not even try to formulate a plan, uh, it, except for in episode four. Episode four, he uh, he and Kara, Kara Dune, right? He and Kara Dune, I think it's Kara Dune. Um, mm. make they do make a plan, though. I found it odd that they just started a fight in the middle of these guys' camp and only like ten dudes showed up. <laughs> Right. So I thought that was weird. I thought the moment that fight broke out, I was like, "Ah, crap! They killed themselves," and then they just beat huh. them all up and left. <laughs> like, right. like yeah, they were being chased by the ATST. I think it is 
Yeah, yeah, they were being chased by that. But I thought there were like 50 or more of these guys. They, oh, are you talking about the I, bandits or the... Yeah, the bandits. The villagers. Yeah. The bandits. Yeah. There were supposed to be like 50 or more of these bandits. And they beat up 10 of them and then just ran off. And I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> like, to right. be fair, though, just to be fair to the show, um, I don't think it's bad. And in that particular scene, I could e- I could see the argument for, well, the bandits are so used to raiding the villagers and the villagers never put up a fight. They would never expect someone else who could give them a fight to even show up. They've been doing this for so long. Uh, of course there were maybe 10 guys who noticed it because everybody else was probably off drunk or doing something else because they've never needed to have a guard or anything so i could see that um i and i'll give you that if that is the argument that people want to make for it i'll give you that um because it felt nice that he actually came up with a plan for what he was doing instead of getting beaten to to nearly to death Oh, oh! I need to get there and help you guys with that tail. Damn it! Um, mm. Oops. That tail. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, I, I, it, it was a nice episode uh, to see. Um, mm. I still don't understand how those track those trackers work. Are they going off of the baby Yoda's DNA, or what? How are they tracking him constantly? I don't. Space I still magic. don't understand. Because <laughs> he doesn't put it that way. Just space magic. All right. Just space magic. <laughs> just, just space magic. Cause it's space magic. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, and you're talking about the the uh, bounty fob, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it could be. It could be a DNA thing, or you know, like I said, it probably just space magic. Nah. We'll just go with space magic for now. Maybe they'll like that's one of the see, this is the problem with Star Wars sometimes. <laughs> the things that they need to explain, like how they does don't. this science work? They don't. But the things that they don't need to explain, like the force, they're like, let's explain that. <laughs> no, no, don't yeah. explain the force. Leave it alone. <laughs> it's like it's like that meme of the people in the boardroom and the and the uh, boss is like, "All right, we need to have some some lore to Star Wars." And then everybody's oh, like, "Got it." And you got like the ooh, oh, no nope. oh, fury like, tale. Yeah, so you got like the the two people, the two yes people, and they're like, uh, "We need to tell we need to tell them what the force is made of." And uh, the second one's like, "We'll tell them who Yoda's race is." And then the third guy's just like, "Well, why don't you tell them how they're using the fobs to track them?" And then it's like the CEO looks at him mad, and then the dude's just like whatever. And then the next panel is he's getting thrown out the window, right? <laughs> or the CEO looks at him and is like, "Grab your shit, grab your stuff, and get out of here." <laughs> like what? You're fired. <laughs> yeah, but uh, like, <laughs> and I actually had some some Star Wars scholar, and I use that term loosely because he was kind of being a dick. Because uh, uh, everybody keeps calling him Baby Yoda, and I was like, "But it's not Baby Yoda, though." And then dude's like, "Well, uh, 
Do you know what Yoda's race is? No, you don't, because nobody knows what Yoda's race is and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, what does that got to do with him, him being called a baby or not? Yeah, it's like, so just call him Yoda's love child because that's what he is. I, I Googled it and looked it up. And I was like, okay, yeah, it's Yoda's love child. He, uh, Yoda and Yaddle got together, and that's where baby Yoda comes from. And I'll oh, is that really him. real? Because I thought that was just a fan theory. Uh, well, I I Googled it the other day, and it was uh, it was confirmed that it's Yoda and Yaddle's love child because uh, huh. Mandalorian takes place after uh, Return of the Jedi. When Yoda is most definitely dead. Okay. Yeah. Well, but, it uh, doesn't mean. Well, remember, the kid is also fifty years old by their count. So if that's right. the case, he could be anybody's kid. Just because Yoda is the most well known of his species that we know of, and then there's Yaddle, doesn't mean that that's their kid. He could. We don't even know where their species comes from. He could be anyone's kid. Unless there's like DNA evidence, there's no way to say, oh, that has to be their kid. It's like he could literally – it could literally just be another of their species that has shown up, which might right. be why those scientists wanted him so much because he's only the third of their spe- – of Yoda's species they've ever encountered. <laughs> right. And uh, – but yeah, so I had uh, on uh, on a couple pages – that I'm in, in on Facebook and I sent you pictures of the, of the things I had posted like unpopular opinion, baby Yoda is that NPC that gets you killed during escort missions. <laughs> yeah. And then there, and then someone was like, well, I mean, there was that part where like you were saying in that next episode where he just rushes at that giant space rhino, he almost got himself killed, but then baby Yoda used the force to stop. Right. Him. And yeah, and I that was actually episode one and two, right? The first, or no, two and three. No, yeah, yeah two and, and three. Two. No, I think it was two and three. Because you you have the uh, the IG assassin droid, which we only ever see uh, canon wise in uh, episode five, where you have uh, Boba Fett. Well, hasn't there hasn't been an episode? Oh, oh, I, I hear what you're saying. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah episode, Star Wars episode five. Right, right. Um, and you see, you see one of the assassin droids, you see Boba Fett, and then a couple other bounty hunters. Like, canon-wise, and I'm sure the IG, IG droids have been in, in the books, but since Disney bought Star Wars, they're no longer canon, which mm-hmm. that could be a discussion for later because that kind of pisses me off. Well, I don't think it would be too terrible a thing because I've heard some things about the books and some of that stuff should not be canon. Some of that stuff you can throw right out the window. Um, Hmm. But it would be fine, I think, if Disney was coming up with better lore. The problem is Disney's not coming up with better lore. Cash grab. (laughs) Cash grab. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so... Yeah, so there was that one, the unpopular opinion that Baby Yoda's that NPC that gets you killed. And then uh, after watching the fourth episode, I made a, a, little, a little picture meme about the, uh, the single mother from the village who was like an expert shot. So like, and I sent that to Gerald as well. It's like, you know, you know, hot single mom, colons, you know, enter. Uh, 
Deadeye with a Laz gun, uh, you know, helps beat back the bandits, tries to swoon Mandalorian, and then Mandalorian be all like, Swerve, I've got Yoda's love child. <laughs> be gone, thought. <laughs> you thought you could sway me with your sweet blaster skills. Not today. <laughs> yeah, but uh so I, I guess they're gonna be uh, like one at a timing the episodes now, because when I when I first got Disney Plus and was looking at, it, I was like, "Holy uh, heel pylon!" Ah. Ah, stop with your stupid flaming fireballs! Yeah, that's right. Walk into the healing circle so I can kill you and get healed at the same time. But yeah, so, oh, and I accidentally erased it from our docket board, but uh, that other topic that you had uh, talked about, uh, Senator Harris dropping from the race, mm. was something else we wanted to talk about. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I can't say I'm surprised that she did, because there was like, what, 24 candidates at the start of the of the thing? Yeah, I think I heard that there were like a lot. <laughs> Um, there were, <laughs> yeah, and they have been making the. They have outright been making the. They have been making sure that they make a point that now that she's dropped out, there are nothing but white candidates left. R- listeners, there are now only white male candidates left. <laughs> what has our world come to? <laughs> no, you're, yeah, I mentioned that about Cory Booker. Like his email was, "There's only one people left. You have to send me money so I can be the one voice of color on the stage." Well, it's not just him. The articles I've been reading have been pointing it out. They've been outright pointing out that there are only white candidates left, and I'm like, guys, can you put? <laughs> Can you put all of it away for a while? Can everyone just stop and put it all away? How about instead of worrying about what color someone is who gets into the office, we worry more about the content of the character of the person that gets into office? How about that? Just a novel idea, a little change of pace. (laughs) How about we be more concerned about the content of the character? I don't care if an albino... uh, I don't care if an uh, albino koala bear gets into office. As long as he does a good, he or she does a good job, I don't care. As long as they help to make the economy better, help to get people off the streets, help to make, as long as they help to make the, the, the lives of their citizens, who they are the guardians for and the advocates for, better. I don't care who it is. Hmm, right. <laughs> like, I, I, this, this tribalism thing is going to drive me insane. It really is. Because hmm. I, I feel like I'm one of the only people that does not care who it is in office as long as they do a good job. That is the most important thing to me. Do a good job. Right. Don't be a jerk. Don't be a pain in everyone's butt. Don't make arbitrary, ridiculous, like building a wall, which they're building now, and Mexico isn't paying for it. Lo and behold, 
Mexico isn't. <laughs> Anyone who thought Mexico was going to pay for that wall is freaking insanely dumb. And I'm just going to say it. Anyone who thought Mexico was really going to pay for that wall is an idiot. That's literally like going, I want a fence between me and my neighbor, and I'm going to make my neighbor pay for it. Because anyone's (laughs) neighbor would look at them like, are you out of your freaking mind? I ain't paying for that. Like, oh, yeah, you're going to pay for it. And then then they start building the fence, and the neighbor is like, yeah, okay, yeah, that's how I thought that was going to (laughs) go. Like... Mexico is going to pay for it. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Have fun with that. <laughs> but, uh, and I'm not saying that Trump has been all bad. I actually think he has done some good things. But this is this is the thing. All of our presidents have made at least one good decision. Because when you're making, when you're just making random arbitrary decisions, you got to get lucky a couple of times. <laughs> Just saying. Like, a- at least one or two decisions are going to have to be good. <laughs> uh. hmm. <clears throat> Hang on just a second. Mm-hmm. But, uh... But, yeah, it's like they were harping and harping and harping on that. And... To be fair, even if Kamala was still in the race, I don't think she's the kind of president we want. Like, I Hmm. I really don't. Not looking at some of her, like, some of the things that she's done, most notably the one that everyone has been kind of grinding her on, which is the whole her being the Supreme Supreme Court Justice, was it? Or was uh, was Uh, she she, Attorney General? Right. So she... uh... She made history in California by being the first African-American female DA for San Francisco. And then from there, she uh, and this was this was kind of weird as well, like she was being touted as the female Obama. Yeah. And uh, so from there, she became attorney general and she. And this this might be an unpopular opinion, but she was not a good attorney general. Uh, since Gerald had mentioned the Red Pilled America thing, uh, there was a they just finished a four part episode about a guy who was uh, put in jail for quote unquote sexually abusing his stepdaughter or something. Who yeah. she was, uh, you know, she had been taken to a psychologist and it was deemed that she was a pathological liar who lived her lies. And she accused him of harassing her. Uh, and he was thrown in jail for it. And when all this, like a lot of this stuff would never came out in the trial, like that she was a pathological liar that lived her lies that never came out until he was in prison. And he's been in prison for, I want to say, 10 years. I don't think it even came out until just recently. Like, I think he was in prison for years before it finally came out. Yeah, because uh, uh, Patrick and Adriana, were they were doing research on this guy just like to see if you know he was a, a legit bad person. And then they find all this stuff out that you know the daughter lied, the mother lied. 
And uh, when they were trying to get retrials and they needed information, they requested it from Harris's office and it was never given. Right. He added, uh, I think he actually like hit it. He, he did some, uh, because during cross-examinations, uh, prosecutors and defend- defenders can cross-examine witnesses and uh, information and decide mm-hmm. if they want that witness to take the stand or not, or if they want a particular jury on in the jury or not, things like that. Mm-hmm. So he he did he basically exploited a loophole with one of the judges where he had the information that was withheld was about something that had happened in a different state. So it was in it or yeah, I think it was because it happened back in Texas and yeah. that was inadmissible to what had happened later after they had moved because they had moved, right. I think, from Texas to somewhere else to live to with her stepfather. Yeah. So the so he made the argument that we were only talking about the allegations in California, not Texas. So he was able to withhold that information. What's really heinous about this entire case and what is heinous about a lot of situations like this is – and I was talking to a friend of mine about this as well. I think I was actually talking to my cousin. Uh, but it is an indefensible crime. Rape is an indefensible crime because if you say you didn't do it, everyone thinks you did it, right? Hmm. Because it's not a crime you can just it, – it's not a crime you will just go, yeah, I did it. Maybe I need help, right? It's not a crime anyone admits to. Uh, same thing with being a pedophile. If someone accuses you of being a pedophile, you're no one expects you to go, yeah, I did it. You caught me. Everyone expects you to deny it. Everyone expects right. you to deny it. So you're automatically guilty from the start unless you're proven innocent. So basically what they did to this man is that he was guilty from the start and they withheld evidence that would have proven his innocence. And Mm -hmm. this social construct that women don't lie about these things is so stupid because people always ask, well, why would she lie about it? Well, she might be a vindictive piece of crap. There you go. Yeah, right. She might be a vindictive piece of crap women are women have the capacity to be vindictive pieces of crap Mm -hmm. like welcome to the real world welcome to the real world everyone who doesn't seem to believe that (laughs) like women are fallible and have the and and just like men are prone to being terrible people Mm, right <clears throat> and um, it wasn't just, and it wasn't just that particular case. Um, you know, there was like she, she was touted as being a a district attorney with like a ninety percent conviction rate, and a lot of it was for uh, marijuana. Yeah. So and, and I oh good sorry. Yeah, and you know it was. Uh, how can I, how can I word this? Like she, all she cared about was getting the win. Didn't yeah. matter how. And that, and in, in some ways that's not the kind of person you want, uh, you know, in the highest office of the land. 
in some cases. Now, I'm not going to say that, you know, any, you, anything, you know, anything doing whatever it takes is not always a bad thing, but, you know, how when it, do, go ahead. when it comes to a person's freedom, uh, when it comes to the truth and upholding the law, you do not want someone in a position in, in, in that high of a position who just wants to win. You do not. Right. Um, and that was the problem with Kamala Harris. She just wanted the wins to make her record look better. Many, many pe- innocent people were put in jail by her so that mm-hmm. she could get her wins. And I find it funny because in one of the articles, they quoted her talking about how she would still be in the race as possibly a vice presidential candidate and how she said herself she was going to continue to protect the best of the the people, basically. And I was like, but you're not even the best of the people. <laughs> right? Like, you're not. You have done something heinous you have put people in jail for not because they were guilty, not because they were innocent, but simply so that you could get your wins and boost up your record. Once again, right. women are just as prone to being pain or just as prone to being terrible people as men. Yep. And so and sometimes, sometimes it could be said even more so. And that can also be sometimes said more so for men being uh, terrible, extremely terrible people. Yeah. <clears throat> it, it, it's a, uh, there's a comedian, a, a comedian said it, I think the best. The difference between men and women is that when, uh, is the difference between boys and girls. When you watch young boys and girls, boys tear things up. They break things, they destroy things. Women or girls are fucked up where they're like, I don't have something, so take it from everyone else so they can't have it either. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. the difference. That's the difference. And when he said it, yeah, Yeah. and and when he said it, I actually looked back on a lot of things and went, oh, crap, that's actually very accurate. (laughs) It it, it may not be 100%. But I was like, wow, that's really accurate for a lot of stuff. Was that um, Louis C.K.? That was Louis C.K., yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, wow, that that's way more accurate than I thought it could be. Like, women are – women go for it's, – it, and it's true. Women are kind of fucked up when they do bad things. Men just break things. Rape, mm-hmm. bombings, shootings. Men do physical damage. Women right. go for Women psychological damage and mental emotional and damage. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> like, I look at it. I look at it this and I'm not saying one is worse than the other. It's not. But I do, it's hard for me not to look at it this way. I can rec- – an injury, like a physical injury – well, no, no, no. They're, they're equal. They're both just terrible. They're, they're both just terrible. And yeah, and Kam- she, Kamala, from what I'm reading and from what I'm hearing, is kind of a terrible person. Mm-hmm. Like you can't do something like that and then tell me that this person at their core is a good person. 
you, you just you can't right <laughs> um she she went around not doing due process and putting innocent people in jail for whatever oh and then you know, um, let's not forget the uh, the affair she had uh, i forget with who it was i think it was a mayor a mayor or someone and like uh, that might have been kind of like sleeping her way to the top. I, I'm not 100% on that. So if I'm listeners, uh, I don't, you know, I'll have to fact check that or, or something. But yeah, so like a very, very shady. Got it. Um, uh, nah, no, Jim. Yeah, well. It, it took too long. <laughs> yeah, it did. The moment he ran away, we failed it. Yeah, have to <sighs> have to switch back to the chain blades because it was really yeah. either chain blades or the axe. Because uh, the one we got, I was using the axe. The second one, I was using the axe and scored a bunch of good hits. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully, uh, Gerald's mom, we haven't like scared you off yet or anything and uh, hopefully you're still enjoying listening to us uh yeah shoot the breeze while playing video video games um but yeah so not wasn't surprised that she she dropped out of the race uh and then the whole well now there's only white people left let's not forget about our uh our favorite senator from massachusetts uh who some people like to refer to her as focahontas Oh, 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 uh, uh, the one who, yeah, the one who is one one thousand twenty fourth Native American, and we were talking about this last night. I'm pretty yeah. sure both you and I have more Native American DNA in us than she does. I can actually guarantee it. <laughs> right. I, I can actually guarantee I do. <laughs> right, and uh, you know she made that big thing of it, and. Like she, and and this is, it's probably biased the information I get about her because, uh, you know, there's only certain certain talk radio channels that, you know, swing one way or the other when it comes to politics. But like she, you know, she lied about that to get into Harvard, and then she uh, <clears throat> also made the uh, saying that her kids were public schooled when they weren't they were in pricey private schools mm-hmm. is andrew yang still in the in the race because he actually had some good ideas i mean actually andrew from- yang if we're talking about the same guy andrew yang was actually one of the was one of the candidates i really liked i actually thought he like you said i thought he had some good ideas <laughs> and but i think yeah he dropped out too i, I think i remember seeing an article about him dropping out and i forget why but it was a little i don't know the i'll 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 go find it again but i remember reading it and thinking that his reason for dropping out was a bit shady not because he was doing something shady but it felt like maybe he got forced out Hmm. like maybe uh, maybe he had secrets on hillary Eh, or someone had a secret on him that he didn't want anybody to know about. Hmm. Um, oh, and this is this is your friendly reminder, your public service announcement. 
that Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> just, just saying. Just, just remember that. You know, it's, oh. it's December. We've got like two or three weeks until Christmas, and Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah, everybody knows. It's just that nothing's <laughs> going to be done about it, unfortunately. That's that's mm-hmm. what's crappy about these situations. We all know he didn't kill himself. Everyone knows. But nothing's going to be done about it. Right. If, but, if uh, they're willing to kill if they're willing to kill him to keep that uh, secret, yeah. they're willing to kill anybody to keep it. So, right. it's going to stay and, a secret. <laughs> like and um, th- this is kind of slightly off the the Harris topic, but still, still, I guess relatable. And it was something I saw on Facebook that I had to stop and and be like, "Yeah, mm-hmm, pretty much." Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, he he was found dead in his jail cell, and you know there was a, a little bit of a thing. And then all of a sudden, we're impeaching Trump because of something Joe Biden did. Yeah, I thought Trump was getting impeached because, like, because of some treasonous allegation, treason allegation. Not that he was getting, uh, he was getting impeached because of something Joe Biden was doing that everyone was angry about. That yeah. that's incredible. That's ridiculous. <laughs> So, <sighs> but yeah, so in a, you know, in the, the whole, like in a, in a nutshell, it was, you know, we found out Epstein was killed, you know, X amount of weeks ago and now they're trying to impeach Trump. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, the sleight of hand, you know, don't don't worry about that. Focus on this kind of thing. Yeah, and and to me that just kind of made a lot of sense. Oh yeah, like uh, it, it is a ta- as we were talking about before. It is a tactic that has been implemented for years by the government. Mm-hmm. Uh, we find out something heinous that is going on with the upper Eclion, and then all of a sudden there's a terrorist attack. Or, or a, a uh, or a shooting, or a bombing, or uh, what was it? There was a there was an incident where where something was uh, some kind of uh, uh, powder, like uh, ha- uh, harmful An- anthrax. Yeah, anthrax was getting distributed through the mail system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So every, every every time, and you can actually correlate what's going on with the guy. I'll have I'll uh, I'll have to look it up. But you can correlate something about the government that gets found out that's heinous, and in almost like like almost like clockwork, some other something else happens to pull the uh, to pull the uh, nation's attention away from it. Like like mm-hmm. it's just absolutely like clockwork. Like they had it ready, like <laughs> just in case. Right. Like like they they were like hit. They were they were like uh like they had it in a glass case. And the moment people found out about it, they were like, break the glass. <laughs> like, it's like clockwork. It's, 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 it may, it's honestly, 
when you when you see it and it's not like a conspiracy theory right like this is something you can actually correlate um and i i will have to look it up and do the correlations and stuff so i can bring that to bear in the podcast but it is uh it gives everything a much more sinister tint when you Mm, realize that this kind of stuff is uh planned and And instead of the public getting angry about it and having the outcry I feel like we should be having, um, we get mad about it for a bit, and then our attention wanders, which is human. Like, humans are, like, we are starved for, like, attention. Like we we the fact that we're constantly <laughs> looking for something to occupy ourselves has been an evolutionary trait in us since we became since we've been like, you know, like it's how we developed. Um, but it is becoming a problem now. <laughs> well, and and you have to think also, you know, humans innately, like you said, crave that attention and it's only been made worse with you know social media technology and all that stuff too so like you know we have our wonderful smartphones i've got alexa over here providing me sick beats to listen to or podcasts that i can listen to while i'm playing but all all that serves to make our attention span that much shorter uh pretty much um it is unfortunate. Oh. Well this kind of got deep, didn't it? <laughs> eh, that's fine. Uh, he keeps freaking moving his tail so much all of a sudden. Uh, Are you still in a fight? I'm in the next fight. Or did you not oh, did you not get con- you must not have gotten connected. Yeah, yeah that's okay. <laughs> but uh I thought you were in here. Sorry. It's all good. But yeah, uh let's go ahead and take a uh a quick break from a from a you know get a word from our sponsor up in here and uh we'll be right back. All right. See you when we get back. Okay. <sighs> we are back. Um so I really only have one other thing on my board, so I'm trying to think of what else. That last segment was uh, probably one of our longest for the actual podcast. It was an hour and 14 minutes, so mm-hmm. we, we got off on a good tangent there. Uh, yeah, well, well, it was a good talk. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, Okay, so I've got a kind of a new, not really new, but an obsession when it comes to analog games. Mm-hmm. And I have one of these. Um, if you, if you or, or the listeners have ever heard of this particular game, it's called Dominion. And it's a deck building game. Hmm. So you start out with, you know, a, a basic hand of like eight cards or something, 
And as you take your turns, you, you spend money to get, you know, more cards that give you certain abilities and, you know, you end up, you know, long, I guess, long story short, you, you build your deck while you're playing the game to win. <clears throat> and maybe it's not, maybe not, it's not a game thing that I like. It's just the mechanic of it. So like, you know, people who play Magic the Gathering, you can have uh, draft games where everybody brings booster packs and you basically draft your, your deck before you start playing. I like, I like the idea of that mechanic and I want more deck building games. Hmm. Um, well, uh, I just started playing Teppin which is a Capcom deck building game with like up like uh, with characters. The head of your deck yeah. is a character from all the Capcom is a character from a Capcom game. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, trying, yeah, I'm trying out the Nergagante deck now. Um, I didn't really like it when I was looking at the cards for it. It's a lot of sacrifice health for this. Um, and I was like, well, if I'm sacrificing health and also taking damage from my opponent, that feels like I'm just helping them. But it actually hasn't <laughs> been working out too bad. Um, but then again, I'm also in the first part of it. So everyone that I'm attacking isn't uh, in all that. Uh, the, the decks I'm playing against aren't all that good anyway. So right. if I'm in the high level yeah, play. I know... Yeah. I know about Teppin because I had a an app. And are you playing it on your phone or are you playing it on the computer? I am playing it on my phone. Uh, if we could match yeah. up so, so we could test out decks and stuff, I'd put it on the computer. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Hmm. Um, but I don't know if you yeah, can do that. that. I know about that game because I had an app that that quote unquote pays you to play games. Mm -hmm. I forget what it's called, but like it would like every so often I get a notification like, Hey, this oh, it's misplay. It's called missed play. And I get a notification that, you know, X game is now available on misplay. And that was one of them. And I downloaded it, but it was, uh, it was a big game. It was like yeah. 200 or something. And, you know, for for us poor folk who have boost mobile have boost phones like I've got an LG Tribute Dynasty mm. as my phone, and, you know I can only put so many things on um, on the SD card before I run out of space. And I might have to download that again, but the, there's one I got uh, when I was down at the uh, at the mother-in-law's for Thanksgiving. Mm. <laughs> Found a. Uh, a couple deck building games, but I kept the one. It's called Tavern Rumble. Oh, I am and it's, back uh, in town and sent you an invite. Yep, I got it. And it's called Tavern Rumble. It's kind of a kind of it's eight bit kind of graphics or maybe sixteen bit kind of graphics, and mm -hmm. it's it was enough to keep my interest. So, like, you start out with a basic like eight card deck of uh, actually I have them right here because I actually uh, cut some three by five cards in half to uh, make out the, the deck that I, that I can start out with. So you have four guards and four swordsmen 
and then you go into battles and you do. And when you win a battle, you get a choice of three cards, a choice of one of three cards to add to your deck. And there's a, like you're saying, there's a lot of sacrifice, eight, you know, sacrifice health for, for this benefit or that benefit. And there's actually a, a deck style. It's one of the ones you have to pay to, to, uh, to use it. But uh, there's one of those where, you know, you, you sacrifice cards or, or health to get benefits, but yeah, it's, uh, I like it. It's an interesting, interesting game. It's, it's roguelike. And for those who don't know what roguelike is, um, the granddaddy of uh, computer role-playing games was a game called Rogue. It was one my dad told me about. <clears throat> and it's uh, was it's uh, procedural. Like each each level is procedurally generated. It's all random. And like if you if you hear about a game that's a roguelike there's usually permadeath involved. So like if your character dies, that's game over. You have to start over from the beginning. And I've got a couple computer games like that. And that's a, that's a thing with Tavern Rumble is it's, it's a roguelike like that to where I've gotten to the, the second, the second uh, level. And it's like a, like you have choices when you start, there's like four, paths you can choose and you choose you do a fight you get a card you do fight get a card you go to like a a forge and you can for free and then you pay you know game money Hmm. i think you just got cut off are you still there ah yeah I, you got cut off in the last part of what you said. What was the last part that you said? Oh, and uh, anyone who doesn't have Dominion, I highly recommend getting it. It's a it's a fun game to play. Okay. <clears throat> Anything else you can think of? Uh oh, I got around uh for the longest time. You still there, Gerald? Yeah, I'm still here. You can't hear me. Hello. Okay, I'm going to take a quick break and see what happened to Gerald. Kefla's waifu, I saw that too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who Kefla is. Uh, Kefla is the fused form of the two new Saiyan females, Khalifa and Kale. Yeah, I, I just explained it. Can you not hear me? Oh, I was talking. I didn't hear you. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, the two new female Saiyans in uh, Dragon Ball Super, Kale and Khalifa, it's their fused form. Gotcha. Hmm. Well, he's uh, he's going to have a time with that waifu then, I guess. Mm, Better not make her yeah. mad. Well, not unless he's stronger than her anyway. <laughs> Uh, but no, I don't think I have anything. Um, I'm currently in the process of grabbing the, uh, dark multiverse death of Superman comic and the, uh, Uh. Superman grounded comic. Um, and I'm gonna read those and we'll talk about those. Oh, and then I guess also, uh, there's a crisis in, uh, an infinite earths thing for all the, uh, 
CW uh, DC shows or something? There's like five Supermans or some some kind of thing. Uh, is there? Did we, get it? Did we, get Ooh, it? we had to have gotten it. How did we not get it? Dang it! That is <clears throat> such crap. How did we not get it? Like, like how did we not? Jeez. Alright. Uh but uh are you are you talking about like TV shows or are you talking about the comics? The uh the CW shows like Supergirl, uh, uh Legends of Tomorrow. Arc. Uh, I don't know about any of the new ones coming up. I think they have quite a few in the works because Loki is supposed to be getting his own TV series. Um, I have to say I'm curious about how what they're going to do with that. And I know that the uh, the Witcher is coming up soon um, with Henry Gavel. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, <clears throat> it's it, it's looking good. I don't know if it's going to be good. Um, hopefully it is. I actually like Henry Gavel as an actor, so I really hope he does it. this project doesn't fall apart on him. Oh, wait, you're talking about The Witcher? Yes. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, wait, is that Henry Cavill? Yeah. Oh, Cavill. I was like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I actually like him as an actor, even with the whole Superman uh, lip spoof, um, which I don't think, which wasn't his fault. It was because he was contracted to keep his mustache for something else. Um, That's why they had to do that. So it wasn't actually his fault. Um, But I like him as an actor. So I hope this goes well for him. I hope it's I hope it's a TV series I can sit down and enjoy. I'm not getting my hopes up. I'm not trying to have high expectations. I'm just hoping it will be good. Hmm. Right. <clears throat> we can hope. Yeah. Because um, well, I actually do like the Witcher franchise. I gotta get I gotta get the game and sit down and play it. There's also the uh, the Gwent game which i had downloaded for xbox mm-hmm. you can probably get it from your computer it's a witcher card game yeah i know about it i keep hearing it's not very good i don't think i i think i only played like one part of a match might have to download it again and uh and, and actually give it a, a legit shot oh yeah and then uh, also speaking of uh deck building kind of games uh one of the Free games with gold this month is called Insane Robots. And it's actually kind of a fun game to play. Like you play a, a robot who's quote unquote malfunctioning, and then you, uh, you, you, they find out you're malfunctioning, and then they send you to the arenas to fight to the death. And, you, and it's kind of a like you have like attack cards, defense cards, and hack cards that you combine to attack, defend, or either hack up your attacker defenses or hack down your enemy's attacker defenses. So it's, mm. it's kind of fun. You beat the first arena on that, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll keep that game around. Okay. Just um, because my, my 
could use the deck building thing. <laughs> yeah. No. Nope. Um, I will be talking more about Monster Hunter World, but I'm going to save that for next podcast. Um, oh. Try to get those comics in so I can talk about those on the next podcast. Uh doing my research into Christmas. Mom, you may want to skip that one. That's going to be a rough Because <laughs> of cussing. Because I'm going all the way back to the roots of Christmas. And I'm telling you now, it ain't pretty. <laughs> it ain't pretty. Now, are we talking about uh, Krampus? Uh, Odin as Santa Claus? Um, all of it. In fact, there's another one. I actually listened to one of my podcasts. It's every other Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's called Tales, and it's like the original, unadulterated, dark origins of fairy tales. Mm-hmm. And this one was, uh, it was an Icelandic fairy tale about uh, Grilla and the, Yule, and the Yule Kids. And mm-hmm. it, I don't it, know that it, one. This, uh, Oh yeah, it's. I mean, I'll, I can send you send you the link so you can listen to it. It's actually kind of kind of interesting. I was listening to it while I was uh, cutting out print and play stuff, like I do most Saturdays. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was kind of interesting. Like she has thirteen kids, and she's a uh, like a fifteen-tailed, uh, nasty, greasy troll, and like her. She's got like the long tongued spoon licker kid, the uh, the window peeper kid. Now, you now you have to remember this is like 13th century Iceland, so right? Like the 1300s, and it was uh, it was interesting. So I guess it kind of falls in line line with like Krampus, where if you're if you're a naughty kid, they turn you into stew. Uh, let me say this once again: terrible parenting. telling your kids something is going to eat them just to get them behave terrible parenting (laughs) just like with the uh, origin behind some of the Pokemon like the Driftloon takes kids away and eats them drowsy like eats their dreams and I think is kind of child molesty Mm. as well yeah terrible parenting you know be be a better parent don't just you know say you know if you're not a good child uh gorilla's gonna eat you yeah that just seems like avoidance that way i don't have to actually do anything as a parent it'll just take care it'll <laughs> it'll take care of itself now <laughs> well i'm gonna get right, on that well, tail again <laughs> um do we want to do the Christmas episode? Well, we can do Christmas episode week after next. Right. It'll be the week after next before Christmas. So all of our listeners, if you want, you'll be able to listen to it on Christmas after family festivities and of the such. Mm, right. Come on. Come on. Fall off tail. Right. Stop moving around, Cherog. Just give up the tail. Stop your tail Just Right? Give stop, up the tail. Stop holding your tail off the cliff. 
a-hole. This is why doing this this way is such a problem. Because they're like, they'll, they can literally put that part of their body into a wall and then you can't get to it. And that screws you on the time. Like, right. it's just a terrible system. Right. So like, Phoenix Labs, if you're listening, fix that. Like, I would or rather be, more- yeah, I would rather it be RNG. <laughs> Even if it had a, a a low thing of getting it. And didn't get it. Of course not. Because his nope. tail was off the thing for like a couple of precious seconds. It's such right. a stupid oh. system. <laughs> oh, and speaking of that, um, I have a I have a complaint uh, about uh, Monster Hunter World. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, to add to episode one, something that Dauntless actually does better, at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, like you were saying that you you want to play Monster Hunter World in a group. Mm-hmm. Well, one of my friends has it, and I was already playing, and he wanted to join me. And this might be like first world problems kind of complaining, but uh, mm-hmm. like I had to, like he couldn't, like I couldn't just send him an invite and he could just join me. No, it like I had to look up a, a session, uh, session ID number he couldn't get in. So I ended up having to uh, leave out of the game and create a, a new session so he could play with me. And I was like, that that's crap. That's bull crap. Thomas is better at that. Well, I hear you on that. That is something that they could streamline better so you don't have to be in the same session. But what you can do is because you can do an invite, but what you have to do is you have to invite them through your uh, console uh, interface. So when someone wants to invite me to a game on PlayStation, they send me a PlayStation invite um, and I go into my PlayStation home screen accept the invite, it has me cancel out of my session and then loads me into their session. Okay, well... Um, I, I'm not saying it doesn't need to be streamlined, and you're right, that does need to be... It, it just needs to be that everybody can just jump in and out as they feel the need. Um, yeah, but, like a, a drop-in, drop-in, drop-out style thing. Yeah, and 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 that was and that was a thing. Like I sent him an Xbox invite, so like we were we were in a party chat, and you know I sent him an invite from the party menu. He accepted it, couldn't get in. Like it it didn't take me out of my session and into his or or whatever. So it was like okay. So then I had to quit the quit the game I was playing on that session, start a new session, and then he could join me. So yeah. Um, Capcom, go ahead and uh, streamline that if you're if you're listening. Also, we want uh, Monster Hunter Warriors. Definitely want Monster Hunter Warriors. Get on that. Uh, and Jared's, and Jared's still mad for coming up with that idea first. <laughs> uh, not mad at you for coming up with the idea first, or even coming up with the idea. I'm mad that I like it so much. Well, what? I, like I'm I'm. I'm like normally have terrible ideas or something. Come on now. Well, no, I'm just mad that I like that idea so much. <laughs> it's like, oh man, that's really good. I'm so mad that I like that idea so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I am good. You got anything else? 
Uh, well, you know, aside from the uh, end of episode plugs that you can uh, find us on Twitter at G-S-A-E-U-T-S. Yeah. On Facebook, you can find our page, Gaming Sessions and Everything Under the Sun. Once I've cobbled every all the segments together and uh, slapped a finishing polish on it, I will put those out onto the social medias uh, so you can find us. And uh, again, as always, you know, if you have any ideas you'd like us to talk about, if you have any constructive criticism you want to give us, you can always hit us up on those two, or you can leave us a voice message uh, through the Anchor app or even probably on the Anchor website, anchor.fm slash G-S-A-E-U-T-S. Yep. Uh, I also want to say that um, I'm supposed to be getting these up and our play uh, like our play recordings up on my YouTube channel. Um, I have not done that yet. I apologize for that. I know I said that I try to get them up in 24 to 48 hours of the podcast itself. But just to be honest, during Thanksgiving, I got lazy. (laughs) I got lazy during Thanksgiving. Um, Dang it, you had one job. I am having an issue with getting the audio synced up properly with the recording. So I am working on that. And once I get that solved, I will make sure to get all of the ones that we have recorded up there so that you can view, uh, you can listen to us talk while watching us play the games that we play. Um, uh, I'll also try to put some, I'll I'll also be trying to get back to putting more content on that YouTube channel. Uh, But when I'm really going to get an influx of content, I just don't know at this point in time. Um, between the podcast, between work, between other personal projects. uh, I don't even know if I have the time to fit it in. Um, So I'm just going to have to wait and see what I can do. Um, But I will work on that as quickly as I can. Um, And other than that, I hope everybody has a good day. I hope you have a good week. Um, And well, that's that's all I've got for you today. I hope to see you. I hope you're uh, listening to us next time. Yep. Uh, to everyone, have a have a good weekend, good week, and we will see you next week. I need to go see what's going on upstairs, so uh, I'll be back off offline. Okay. Take care, everybody. Everybody, everybody have a good one.